everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annie Talks, where we bring to you interesting stories about interesting people that you want to know about. I'm your host Annie Rivera. Thank you for tuning in, and to those who have already subscribed. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, and I hope you enjoy what you hear. And if so, I personally invite you to subscribe. Annie Talks is brought to you by Luxwear Trends, affordable, luxurious timepieces for every occasion, luxury that lasts forever, and that's what sets us apart from others. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, or visit luxwearetrends.com. That's L-U-X-E Wear Trends.com. My guest on today's episode is my friend, public address announcer Mark Clinton. I met Mark in 2008, where he was the public address announcer at El Dorado High School, and he had been the school's announcer for many decades. Mark has been announcing now for 27 years. Today, he is one of the PA announcers for the High A Minor League Rancho Cucamonga Quakes, a farm team for the Los Angeles Dodgers organization. Mark, who played baseball at El Dorado High School, tells the story of how an injury led to the start of his career as an announcer. His love of the game led to his gig as a resident PA announcer, thus opening up the doors to many other opportunities. He's had the joy and pleasure of working with four different high schools, including El Dorado High School, Orange Lutheran, Canyon, and Murrieta Mesa. Three different colleges, Fullerton College, Santa Ana College, and UC Riverside, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Collegiate Summer Team, and three minor league teams, including the Quakes, Storm, and 66ers. He has a simple approach to his craft, respect everyone. It's very evident that Mark truly enjoys what he does, and it definitely shows. Here now is my conversation with Mark Clinton. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for being on my show. No problem. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to tell you, everyone, that I am speaking with Mark Clinton, who is a fabulous person that I've known um, over the years, and we've kept in touch. We may have lost touch for a little bit, but then reconnected uh, more recently, and I want, I'm want i really excited to have Mark on the show. So, Mark, give us a sense of who you are. Give us a sense of your background, you know, education, hometown, that kind of thing, please. Perfect. Glad to do so. Um, so, as she stated, my name is Mark Clinton. Um, I've been a public address announcer for you know, roughly about 27 years now. Um, I grew up in Orange County. Um, I also attended the same high school that uh, your kids did uh, at El Dorado, um, which is uh, a lot of fun. Uh, being able to work for a school that you went to kind of gives something back mentality. Um, currently, I live in California. A little further away from the hometown area, if you will, but uh, uh, I'm married. I've uh, been married for 24 years now. Uh, we've got two daughters, uh, Jessica and Rebecca, uh, that are in their early 20s. Um, so, um, just uh, you know, just, uh, probably one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I agree. I completely, uh, 100% agree. So, Mark, now tell us a little bit about how you got started. How did you um, become a public address announcer or what we call a PA announcer? Right. 
Um, well, it's a funny story. Um, I actually, my senior year at El Dorado playing baseball, um, I got hurt. Uh, I twisted and tore all the ligaments in my right ankle, making a backhand play at third. Um, and obviously at that point, uh, my for the most part, my season was over uh, because of the recovery process. Uh, but I didn't want to go to PE, and uh, at the time, my head coach, uh, Steve Galati, uh, was, uh, creative, I guess is the best word, and asked me, uh, would I be interested in announcing the baseball games at home? And I said, absolutely, that'd be, I think, I've been to enough Angel and Dodger games to know how that sounds. Um, and I, you know, took it and, you know, I probably did as much as you would expect for a high school senior to do at that point and had a little bit of fun with it, but, um, you know, that, that's kind of where it started. Um, and then uh, from there, it went to Fullerton College with a few of my teammates when they told Nick Viscardo, who's the head coach at Fullerton, um, that I had been their announcer last year and uh, kind of went from there. So it just kind of has snowballed on me, to be perfectly honest. I love that. And so you've kind of got the bug basically and it, you you were hooked and yeah. isn't it a wonderful um it's just a wonderful way to be able to share your talent and to be able to be still kind of involved and and you know if you're anything like me I have FOMO fear of missing out I like to be kind of in the middle of everything so what a perfect way to be in the middle of everything as the public address announcer because you're embedded and you are a part of the event, a part of the game and the voice of of the team, right? Absolutely. Um, and it's kind of one of those, you know, for me, having been an athlete and, you know, it's especially with baseball, it's stuff, uh, I always use the quote from A League of Their Own, it's baseball is what gets inside you, it's what lights you up. Um, and when you have something like that as a kid, um I always said that if I can't play, I always want to do something to give back to the sport. Um, and I was an umpire for a little bit and you know, just you know, all the different things that come with the, your options. And I was absolutely tickled to be able to be still doing this, you know, 27 or 33 years later from my graduation, um, still be able to be talking into a microphone and, and still being a part of, uh, presenting a game and and you know for me a lot of it's the relationships as you know like the relationship i have with uh, chris and aaron um you know it's uh it's there's a lot of joy in that for me now tell us what types of events and games do you announce now or and um and then where are you doing that so for me i've yeah i do enjoy each variation that I do, whether it be basketball or football or baseball. Um, I it's it's funny, I've been told that for people that have heard me at both and you can be a, a testament to this, I have like three different styles, one for football, one for basketball and one for baseball. Um and um so the presentation is different for all three, which is weird coming from one person. Um but if you were to corner me and say, Mark, we want to take you and make you the best version of one announcer, what's it going to be? It's always going to be baseball. Uh, baseball for me is what my dad taught me, and outside of my mom was probably my first love. Um, and so from that standpoint, there's always going to be 
um, baseball is always going to be at the forefront. And, and to be fair to every other sport, it's not even a close second, um, just because of the fact that it's baseball is so near and dear to my heart. Um, as far as, you know, um, who I announce for currently, um, I am uh, I am the public address announcer for uh, UC Riverside softball. Um, working, I just got my foot in the door this season, so they want to make me a little bit more broad. Um, so I only came in in the spring season for them. I've done a couple baseball games for them as well. Um, I am also currently uh, going on my 10th season as Santa Ana College's football announcer. Um, I also announce, uh, I'm one of two people that uh, have the joy and pleasure of uh, announcing for the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes, which is the high A affiliate of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, and I am starting my broadcasting career at Murrieta Mesa High School. Um, kind of a funny transition story. Um, last year I had uh, announced a few basketball games for them. Um, and their athletic director caught a vision of how my voice sounded and everything like that. And in uh, one of the games, they have a special game where they have a white-out game where uh, all the students wear white. Uh, they don't make a sound until um, the seventh or eighth point is scored. So it's kind of like a silent night kind of a deal as well. Um, and he wanted me to broadcast that game on on Facebook Live. Um, and as he was like presenting it to me, it's exactly like what you do with announcing. I'm like, it's the complete opposite of what I do as an announcer. Um, but, but we did it and, um, I got a couple games under my belt, including some CIF playoff games for them in basketball and, uh, have really kind of started to fall in love with that. Um, his goal for me for football season for Murrieta Mesa is to be their broadcaster for on YouTube live uh, for their home and away football games. So um, kind of a fun little transition, but uh, that's kind of where I'm at uh, currently with everything. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for you. I'm it, it's I love it. It's you have a wealth of experience and you bring to a ta the table, you know, all of your professionalism. And I really, really love that. Now, tell us a little bit about who some of your mentors mentors are. Who are your mentors and who did you grow up listening to? Well, just like every other kid uh, listening to Vin Scully um, paint a picture um, even though uh, as a PA, it's a lot different than what you would get from a play-by-play -play broadcaster. Uh, you know, listening to Vin Scully, just being able to listen to a radio um, and be able to feel like you're in a stadium, um, listening to the Dodgers play wherever they are, uh, and all the different aspects of how he was able to paint a picture, uh, tell a story, tie it into the game, just the whole – his years of experience all being culminated in one voice. Um, from a PA standpoint, though, um, it's David Courtney, who is uh, was the Angels uh, PA for a long time. He also did the Kings and, I believe, the Clippers. Um, he passed away a few years ago, um, and uh, he was always, from a professional standpoint, my target from a public address. Um, but the one that I've learned through and – um, had more interaction with is two people, uh, Chris Albaugh, who is the other person that I work at the Quakes with. 
Um, but he's also Cal State Fullerton's public address announcer for baseball. Uh, so him and I have developed a tremendous friendship. And um, the reason I'm at the Quakes to begin with was because he recommended me. So, um, you know, there's uh, just a, a, a kindred friendship with him. Um, he knows my talents. He knows what I can do. And he knows the professionalism that I bring. Um, and then Carl Sweet, who was uh, my athletic director in, in high school, um, and uh, just he's also the voice of CIF for like a lot of the finals, whether it be for football or for baseball. Um, and uh, Carl has always been uh, supportive of me and trying to get me kind of into a position to where I could eventually maybe take over for him. Um, and, you know, as luck would have it, uh, this past Saturday, uh, June 2nd, I got to announce my very first CIF baseball final for divisions four, six, and seven because he was on the disabled list. So, um, you know, it's, it's doing things the right way for me has always been my forefront. And to be able to have, you know, be recognized and recommended, just even being recommended was enough of a thrill for me to be able to do that. So, um, and then to be obviously to fill his shoes, uh, and try, try to honor him as much as I can with what I do, um, was very, very proud, proud, proud moment for me. <laughs> I love it. So tell us who inspires you? How do you stay motivated? In all fairness, um, a lot of my motivation comes from the joy I see in other people's faces. Um, you know, uh, the high school level, um, you know, it, it's, it's being able to interact with the kids and having some fun and, you know, being able to stay connected with them as they graduate and go on through life and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, at Eldorado, you're so intimate with a lot of the sports outside of football uh, because you're right there, whether it's the scorer's table for basketball sitting right next to the bench or whether it's baseball where you're basically three feet away from the on-deck circle uh, being able to talk to the kids and what have you. Um, so that relationship for me has always been what has um, – I won't say pushed me, but – just driven me to to give them my best, um, and and from that standpoint, you know the the respect that I give to them um, for being able to have the ability to play a sport um, has always been a driving force for me. Um, and then just being able to represent a school or a team. Um, and bring a level of class to it um, is one of the things that uh, has really, I guess, been a, a through line with my announcing. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Um, a lot of schools, and this doesn't necessarily apply to the Quakes, but uh, a lot of schools, when it comes to like a senior day, um, will only announce their seniors. Um, and not even recognize that the team that they're playing also has a group of seniors that it's their last game on that field as well. So the the to set the program aside, 
and give them the class that it needs, it I always ask, and most of the time, for the most part, get my way, but um, do we want to announce or introduce the seniors from the visitors? Um, because nobody else does it, and you want to set your program apart, that's how you do it. And that's what's, uh, you know, at El Dorado we did that. Um, at Mesa we do that. Um, I know at Orange Lutheran when I've announced baseball for them, we've done it. Um, and then it just, it's one of those opportunities to just set yourself apart uh, as a school that has class and has quality and uh, kind of a high road mentality. We, you know, not at other degree schools going to do it, but we're going to do it here. We're going to do it a little bit better than what you guys even presented when we did your senior night over at your school. Um, so just that's kind of always been my motivation. Um, and just seeing the best compliment I can get is if I have a visiting athletic director come up and say, hey, you did our kids great. That's that's exactly what we were hoping that we would get uh, at home. And we couldn't have got better at home. So, um, and those are the, you know, that's what kind of keeps me going for the most part. And then it's just a, a joy. I, I actually love doing what I do. I love that. I love that what you said it is the you bring um – a level of class to the game, so to speak. Um, and, and you do that because you, you are the epitome in my book. You're the epitome of a, of the, the perfect and most professional, um, PA announcer, as well as I've always thought that you've had a certain level of class myself. So you, you definitely bring that to the table and to the game. I hope you're enjoying this podcast episode. We'll be right back after this short message from one of our sponsors. Comfotherm Thermal Wraps are designed to help relieve the pain and swelling in and around the jaw, especially after wisdom teeth extractions. For more information, visit comfotherm.com. That's comfotherm.com. Now tell us about some of, um, are there or were there any challenges or obstacles that you faced as an announcer? There's always challenges. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, there's, it can be anything. Um, you know, obviously doing baseball for El Dorado, um, a lot of times there was a, you always had a turnover uh, because of the students that were playing music for you or for me. Um, and, you know, I, I found a, an absolute stud in Brett Chamley when he was doing it for me. Um, we had a, about a five year run where him and I were just, we were, we were dialed in. And we, he had my timing down. He knew when to, to poke me. He knew when to stop me. Um, so just having that relationship was great, but there's a lot of times when that, the, you're just breaking in a new kid every year, um, and trying to, you know, have him figure out your timing and, and just those kind of things. But it can be anything. And obviously, you know, PA is obviously reliant on a system. Um, and there's been numerous times where I've been in a gym and PA is squealing and squawking at everybody and no one wants to hear that. So I just put the microphone down and yell, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, as loud as I can into a gym. And, <laughs> Um, you know, and so I've got a big enough voice that usually that works. Um, it's not going to last for the whole game, but at least it accomplishes the intention of what you're trying to present. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, and I'll just use uh, 
CIS as an example, um, you know, it was new. Uh, it was a new adventure, a new um, opportunity to do that. Um, but everything has its own timing. And if when you're new to something, you don't know what that timing levels are um, and how they want it presented. Um, I did three games, and I think I did their, their award ceremony after the game was done three different ways. Uh, because I had to learn how they wanted it presented. By the third one, it was fine, but the first two were just like a little off on on their timing. So um, I think that when you're a new PA to somebody, um, there's a lot of things that can go right, but there's a lot of things that can go the other direction as well. Got it. So now on the flip side, talk about some of the greatest or most memorable moments you've had. Well, there's a bunch. <laughs> Um, obviously, um, announcing my first game as a professional at the Quakes was, is going to be at the top of that list. Oh my um, gosh, I'm you sure. Know, um, Ooh, how fun. <laughs> I have a, I still have the voicemail from Mike Linscog, who is the, um, he's their play-by-play broadcaster, uh, inviting me to come up and audition for the Quakes position. Um, I still have that voicemail saved onto my phone. Um, it's still one of the things I'll listen to just because it reminds me um, how far I've come uh, from, obviously, my days as a high school announcer. Not that that's any different than what I try to do at the professional level, but just, you know, my days when I was a senior is what I refer to at that. Um, but, uh, you know, I got to see uh, – El Dorado girls basketball um, and Brea Olinda's 22-year league winning streak on our gym floor. I got to announce that game. Um, I've gotten to see, uh, obviously, our football team um, and announced two CIF championship teams in 2006 and 2007. I got to be a part of probably one of the most exciting baseball games I've ever been to and a part of, and including Chris, um, in the home run, he hit off a Yelich, Christian Yelich, against Westlake at our yard in the bottom of the seventh inning to tie the game, a game we eventually won and then lost in the semifinals to Dana Hills. Um, you know, I have never heard Eldorado's baseball field louder than it was at that game. Um, and I've been around Eldorado baseball forever. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, announcing my very first football game uh, at El Dorado and then subsequently at Santa Ana College. Um, just watching myself have these opportunities based on how I'm presenting information um, and, and being able to stretch myself has really been a lot of fun uh, to be to be a part of so many great memories, um, even if it's just a matter of uh, creating a fun memory for you as a parent, uh, for your kids as they play and stuff like that. So, um, you know, there's probably a lot more that I can think of, but, uh, you know, 
due to time constraints, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll limit them at that. So you had mentioned the memorable, one of the memorable games was the, um, the game against Westlake. That was actually one of my favorites too, as a, as you may know, <laughs> because of who you spoke about was, which, um, is Christopher and who happens to be my son. So, um, we were super excited to, you know, that, that, year as well and I believe I actually right afterwards if I'm not mistaken I think I actually interviewed both you and Wild Bill who is our you know one of our team mascots um or not team yep. mascots but parent mascots for many 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 years I our think right fan our definition of fan <laughs> yeah so that was, yeah that was a very memorable for me too so thank you thank you for, um, I'm glad that that was one of your favorite uh, moments, and so we share that together. Now, if you could do anything differently in your professional, you know, broadcasting announcing career, um, PA announcing, what would that be? In other words, what would you tell your 21-year-old self about your future? You know, early on, you really don't know what to do, and there's really no nobody there to kind of nudge you or guide you down a path. Uh, you don't, most announcers just kind of have their own style and that's, they just kind of roll with whatever. Um, you know, for me, um, the, um, advice, I guess that I would give the 20 old, 21 year old version of myself is, um, live in the live in the gray and what i mean by that is when i was early like i was a hundred percent el dorado i was i was the guy that you fear as a visiting team because you aren't going to get anything um you know everything was it was the definition of a homer announcer um el dorado was where i went to school i was a student there that's where i started so everything was all about el dorado and if you weren't el dorado you didn't get anything out of me you got uh, now batting second baseman blah 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 um so um but as i grew as an announcer the advice that i would give him is two things respect everybody and um Present the information. Um, doesn't have to be dull or monotone. You can have some fun with it, but present the information clearly. Have fun with your job and respect everybody. Uh, when you do that, and, and for me, that's always been my through line um, with with the respect side of things. And I'll, to be fair, it's probably why I've been, you know, had the opportunity to be recommended by Carl Sweet, who's done thousands of high school baseball games, but has a, has been the finals announcer for CIF baseball for over 33 years. Um, and to have somebody like that recommend someone like me, there's there's a reason. And for me, the reason has always been my respect. And, and what I try to do is approach – especially like at the high school level and even at the collegiate level, for a lot of these kids, this is the highest level they're going to play. So why as a PA announcer do I have the arbitrary ability to just completely ignore them? 
I don't, and I shouldn't. Um, and if it's presented the right way, it isn't. Um, and so if Eldorado scores a touchdown and I say touchdown Eldorado, that I'm going to say, you know, if it's uh, Canyon, touchdown Canyon Comanches. Um, I'm going to give them the same respect that I would give Eldorado, and that's probably what I would have what I wouldn't have done earlier in my career. Um, but having developed a style and developed a maturity with it um, has really uh, worked well for me. And you know, now that I'm you know have a range from high school level to obviously the professional level with the Quakes. Now, working backwards, if I do a high school game, my approach is I'm going to give it the same professionalism I give it at the Quakes level, at the high school level, or at the collegiate level. Why should it come, why should it be different at each level when it shouldn't be? And, and that's, so learning how to do that first, but now knowing when to have that professionalism stay in any presentation that I do. Right. Oh, good advice. Good advice for your 21-year-old self. (laughs) Thanks. Now, for parting words for people who are aspiring to be um, announcers or PA announcers, what would would you tell them? What what advice would you give them? Well, I mean, a lot of it just kind of ties back to what I just said. But, uh, you know, when you can respect everybody, your presentation will be more balanced, um, and you know it, it's okay to have fun. Um, it's okay to be a little bit tilted towards whatever school you're working for. Um, you know, obviously, even with uh, you know whatever, whether it be UC Riverside or or whatever, there's I'm still going to have a side to me that's always going to be you know pro them and anti you. But it's not going. You're not going to be able to tell as much um, as maybe you would have uh, my senior year in high school. Um, but uh, you know, have fun with your voice, uh, find your style, um, and just have fun with it. I mean, it's not a um, the thing that I've always kind of come back to is this game is going to be played whether I'm talking or not. So what's going to make it better? How do I make it better? How do I enhance what we have and not draw away from it? Um, meaning you don't want to leave the game going, God, that announcer was so annoying. Uh, he talked through every pitch or he was talking during free throws. You, know, you don't want to have that conversation. So just kind of learn the game you're doing at whatever sport or whatever level it is. Know when to talk, know when to talk to talk. Um, and then just respect everybody you come in contact with and it'll serve you well. Awesome. I love that. That's, that's great advice. Honestly, it's like, you know, not only are you, we, we talk so much lately about, you know, finding your voice, um, as a PA announcer, you are the voice, but you are also, you know, you're, you're the voice of the team. You're the voice of the organization. You're, you're the voice, you know, of, of you, you bring to light, um, what's happening on the game um, or during the game or you bring to light um, 
you have that sense of professionalism that you bring to to each every in every one of your events in the game and then learning your style I love that is you know it's great to have mentors it's great to have people you look up to and and people who inspire you but you know ultimately it's you yourself that has to create your own style and that's what sets you apart from others and what gets you your next gig so I love that now for people who want to follow you, where can we follow you? Do you have social media? Can you share that with us? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm 50, so it's not like I'm on every social media option that I have. But uh, I am on Facebook, uh, Mark Clinton. Uh, just uh, look for probably a. I believe the current picture is me in a green and gray uh, Mesa, Marietta Mesa hat. Um, and then um, I am on Twitter at pa.markclinton17. Um, so those are the two that I do uh, check periodically or at least moderately daily. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously as much as I can be available, I'm, I'm, I'm always willing to, to help where help is needed. Um, if, if, if somebody does need a public address, um, uh, yeah, obviously you can give them my email, uh, which is pa.mark.clinton17 at gmail.com. Um, and I'm, you know, always glad to help any way that I can. Wonderful. I will have all that information in the show notes below. So everybody who are, who's listening and would love, you know, a wonderful PA announcer who will give you the utmost respect and the best resonating voice possible you definitely want to look up mark clinton so i'll have all that information for you down below in the show notes mark thank you so much for being on my show on my annie talk show i truly truly appreciate it and i know that people listening will garner a wealth of information from you and you know learning about um, what it is to be a PA, PA announcer, things that maybe they didn't know and have now come to light and to fruition. So thank you, thank, thank you so much for all that you've done. And thank you for broadcasting both of my boys in high school, their games. And I truly, Very truly welcome. Thank it. you, Annie, for inviting me to come join your show. Thank you. Well, that's it, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Annie Talks and learning about my friend, the golden voice behind the microphone, the voice of El Dorado High School for many decades, Mark Clinton. My takeaway from this interview is very simple. Respect everyone. Great words to live by. So before we sign off, if you aren't already subscribed to my podcast, I invite you to hit subscribe and be notified anytime we upload an episode. If you are already subscribed, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. If you could all please rate and review my podcast, please leave a comment or two. It would really help me out and it would also help others to find this podcast. And lastly, if you like this podcast, please consider contributing to my Patreon page. Your contributions will help to further the vision and mission of Annie Talks so that we could produce more episodes like this one and many other types of episodes and topics in the future. The Patreon page will also be included in the show notes below. Thank you all again for tuning in and keep listening to Annie Talks. Hi, this is Mark Clinton, public address announcer for the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. 
and UC Riverside Highlanders. You're listening to Annie Talks. 